Hi. Welcome to this podcast. I don't know why I hesitated there. I didn't need to hesitate. I know exactly what this is. As do you. You probably clicked on some kind of button that said podcast. Commit, Caleb. You can do this. Commit. So what is this? This is a podcast about Unity. Specifically, the 3D gaming engine. Not the concept of human togetherness. If you're looking for a podcast about togetherness, please, you have to look elsewhere. This podcast is going to be about hate. Nothing but hate. I'm going to list off a few things I hate, maybe, right? Uh, Here's a few things. One, uh, frozen green beans. Ugh, they taste like rubber bands. Sorry, they have the texture of rubber bands. Need to be more specific there. Also, uh, t-shirts. I hate t-shirts. Well, asterisks. T-shirts that are not accompanied by other layers of clothing to form a layered uh, attire look. Uh, White t-shirt specifically. Come on, if you're just wearing a white t-shirt, try harder, please. Also, third thing I hate, I hate software companies that name their products after human emotional concepts. So, already Unity, you and I are off to a bad start. That's not true, Unity. I haven't given you a chance. We, We barely know each other. But that's going to change because, and this bleeds into the actual reason for this podcast, I'm currently enrolled in a Udemy course called Learn to Code by Making Games, the complete Unity training course, and that's taught by Ben Tristam. Uh, I recently started this course, and I felt, in order to keep myself motivated, I felt it would be kind of cool to document my journey through uh, the Udemy learning phase, the, you know, the, the whole process of it. Um, I am not, uh, I'm not a coder. I don't really know much at all about coding. Uh, I know the general concept of coding. Um, I know what it does. You tell a computer to do something and the computer does exactly what you told it to do for better or worse. Uh, they can't interpret things the way that human beings can. So you have to be very specific. Um, and that concept of specificity and as partic- particularly as it relates to organization is, is something that's very intriguing to me. It interests me quite a bit. And I've always liked video games. No, I should rephrase that. I've always loved video games. Video games were my thing growing up. Uh, I started in the NES console world. I was never into PC games, primarily because of my family, we just couldn't afford a, a computer. So I, I was, never, was never into PC games. Heavy into NES, heavy into Super Nintendo, heavy into 64, uh, GameCube, PlayStation, all of that kind of stuff. Really everything, even heavy into Genesis, though I never owned a Genesis. Very much my thing. And as a kid, uh, I often told people that I wanted to be a video game creator when I grew up, not really knowing what that meant. Uh, To me at that point, it was really the, what I now know are called assets. I was really into creating assets, creating characters, creating levels. I would create levels on paper, um, draw levels with friends and things like that. Um, and I never really knew what that meant. And even so far as, as in college, when I was meeting with my advisors in college, I specifically said, hey, I want to create video games. And I remember them looking at me like I was a crazy person for a couple of reasons. One, the co- particular college I went to was just, it was not a tech college. So it was a very foreign concept to them to have someone enrolled in the art curriculum with some sort of goal that went beyond, uh, I don't know, curating a museum somewhere. I don't know. To this day, I really don't know um, people who get an art degree, what, they, what they're actually going to do with that art degree, especially from a small college like the one I went to. Also, I think they were confused because I was myself confused 
as to what really went into creating video games. Uh, to, uh, to my mind at that point, I thought there could be someone who could have an art background and create the assets, create the visuals, and then there could be someone else who does all of the coding. Um, and maybe that's the difference between a coder, a programmer, a developer. Uh, I'm not really sure that terminology, which I'll get into a little bit later as I dive into what this whole podcast is really about, the idea of terminology and being confused and, and you know, and being a newbie. I, I guess I'm right to be confused. I should be allow myself to be confused. Um, so that's that's kind of my, my very brief history about why I wanted to start this this course to begin with. Uh, I, I just kind of, maybe it's a third life crisis. You know, I'm, I'm 33 years old, 32 maybe, 33, one of those two, I don't know. And I, I have always wanted to know a computer language. I've always wanted to develop video games. And I figured, uh, you know, I might as well start, might as well try it out to see how I like it. So I found this course, again, it's called Learn to Code by Making Games, the complete Unity training course. And it's taught by Ben Tristam. I'm a few uh, courses in, I'm, I'm about uh, 26, Six? No, no, no. 30, almost 40 lectures in, I believe, out of 200, 300 some, I think, something like that. So I'm still pretty early into it. I feel like I'm learning a whole lot. But before I get into the class specifically, let me back up a little bit and just kind of talk about the larger reason for this podcast. So I already mentioned that um, I'm kind of doing it for myself to sort of document my journey from knowing nothing to hopefully knowing nothing plus one. Uh, but also, I, I really want it to be something that other people can uh, embrace and, and other people new to new to Unity, uh, new to computer programming in general, people who are new to C-sharp, which is the particular language that, that I'm using on Unity, um, new to, I don't know, new to lectures, maybe, I don't know, <laughs> be a weird place to start if you've never had a lecture before and you thought, I'm just going to see what this whole lecture thing is about and you jump into a programming lecture, that might be a little misguided, uh, but I'm glad I told you now. I'm glad that you're not in it for the long haul and it's not until the last semester of this whole course that you realize, oh crap, I should be somewhere else. I should be going to lecture school, not programming school. Anyway, let me rein this back in. So, um, I, I kind of... I was looking for other people who were also new to Unity and new to uh, programming. And it was difficult to find those people, to be honest. Uh, I, I don't have any friends that care at all about programming. Uh, it's just not their thing. Um, so I don't really have real life people to kind of lean back on. Um, online, it seems most of what I found online was uh, a lot of forums filled with people who fell into one of two categories. Either they were way more advanced and they were speaking a language that I could not even I couldn't even grasp. Yes, it was a literal different language. It is a computer language after all, but they were speaking about it in ways that I just could not grasp at all. Uh, so it kind of went over my head. There was also the people who um, were who, who projected a sense of entitlement maybe. Uh, they knew a few things and they really wanted to make sure everyone else knew that they knew a few things. And also wanted to really be mean and put other people down. And, and I was not for that. I was not, I was just not, that wasn't my thing. It's really hard, if, at least, I, at least from my experience, it's really hard to find people who, uh, who are as new to it as I am and who really want to sort of develop a community and, and be part of something. Because I, I think those people were scared away from forums and scared away from public discussion areas in the same way that this, for the same reasons that I am. It's, it's very intimidating. It's just incredibly intimidating to try to find your way into these forums if you know absolutely nothing. Now, give myself a couple more weeks. I might be more a little bit more comfortable. I might uh, be able to contribute a little bit to various forums online. But 
right now, you know, it's scary. It's super, super scary. So part of this podcast is for me to become better at, uh, well, one, to, to carry on that that point I just made, it's really to sort of reach out to the community and say, I want to be a part of this. Please, guys, let me be a part of this. And I'm hoping there's other people out there that are very similar and they can uh, they can reach back and, uh, and, and, you know, we can gently caress somehow through the magic of sound waves. Uh, the other reason is I... I want to keep myself motivated, really. I, I've tried some some other gaming development courses in the past, and I hesitate to even say that that I've really tried gaming development courses because it, one, it goes against what I said about me being a complete noob, and two, these courses that I tried to take, I don't think I really gave them the necessary uh, a chance to allow me to then later say that I did actually enroll in these courses and do these courses because I, I really didn't give them a chance. For example, one. I tried, I believe it was called Game Maker Studio, and I think it's a fairly well-known one, but it's more about developing 2D games. Um, and I tried that one, and I think the particular training courses that I, uh, that, that are the tutorials that I watched, uh, just weren't, they weren't good. Um, and so they didn't, they didn't, I couldn't grasp them, I couldn't understand them. Uh, so I quickly fell out of that. Um, I also uh, did very, very, very briefly explore the world of ROM hacking, specifically NES ROM hackings, and that lasted about six minutes until I realized I was way out of my league because from what I understand, what I've learned, C-sharp, though it's a very difficult language, JavaScript, sure, difficult as well, uh, assembly, which I believe is what the NES is written in, something that's something else entirely. Uh, that's something so antiquated crazy. It'd be like right now, like handing an abacus to someone and saying, hey, make this work. And while in concept the abacus is actually fairly fairly simple, it's such an archaic piece of technology that for someone nowadays to try to look at an abacus, it's going to be very, very difficult. And from what I understand, assembly language is kind of like that. Uh, I, again, I don't know. And there's going to be it's probably important that I state this now. There's going to be a lot of caveats on this podcast because I, I feel like I have to constantly say, uh, I, have to, I have to constantly allow myself the ability to be wrong when it comes to terminology. That's probably the biggest thing that I'm afraid of jumping into, um, you know, learning a computer language is that I don't fully understand the terminology. I, you know, I'll get, I'll get a little bit more to that uh, probably on the next episode of this podcast, but it is something that, that I'm a little, that I'm de definitely very conscious of. So for anyone listening, if I say a term incorrectly, if I say method when I should have said function, uh, or if you can explain what either of those two things are, uh, definitely let me know. Let me know in the comments. I don't know where this podcast is going to be hosted at this point. So wherever you learned about this podcast, um, maybe leave a comment there. <laughs> um, and maybe I'll find it depending on how far this, this reaches. So, uh, yeah, definitely correct me on that kind of thing. But anyway, back to my history. Um, so I did try those very, uh, you know, they, they were, I didn't really give them the amount of time that they deserve. So I can't really say that I've ever tried anything game development wise. Really when it comes to the concept of programming, of game development, um, my closest, I think, parallel to that and developers listening are going to cringe when I say this, but please let me finish before you vomit into your speaker. Uh, I think the, the earliest concept I have to, to development really came via Microsoft Excel. Uh, and, the, and the reason I say that is because that's kind of where I learned the idea of input in, input out. You know, you, 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 you put something in a cell, you put something in a formula, and you're going to get exactly what you 
are asking for. And again, that goes. this goes back to my earlier statement, that's for better or for worse. If I don't quite understand what I'm putting in, then I'm probably not going to understand what I'm getting out. So it's still my fault if something's broken or something's wrong. And that's that's interesting to me. And, and the idea of nesting things, I know in, uh, in computer programming, nesting is very important. You know, um, I won't get into the details of that because I don't know the details of that, but I just know it's very important, that concept of nesting. And Excel formulas, there's very rudimentary nesting in there. So I, I, I would consider myself pretty proficient with Microsoft Excel simply because, um, well, and I, and I think I, I consider that a an asset when uh, learning um, learning C Sharp, learning Unity, because I do at least have that basal understanding of logic and how logic should work and, and function. And that that's, I think, important. I don't know. We'll see how important that is as this whole course moves on. And lastly, the impetus to recording this, um, aside from just wanting to stay motivated and wanting to reach out to the community, is I was actually inspired by a couple other guys who do a podcast called uh, Building the Game. And I don't know their names offhand, but I will leave a link to their podcast, again, wherever this is posted. I don't know where it's going to be posted. I'll leave a link to it. Uh, and and they, they've created what they call a podcast documentary, which does document their own journey into creating a game. Now, when I started listening to this, I thought, because my headspace was so in the world of video games, that they were going to be talking about video games, and it was basically going to be exactly what I'm hoping this becomes. What I learned, however, is that they are actually talking about board games. And board games make me bored. <laughs> that was homonym comedy. Homedy, if you will. Or if, or you don't have to. I, I won't be upset if you don't. Um, and I think, you know, those two guys, they probably owe me an apology, really. Because I was not smart enough to read the description of their podcast to know exactly what it would be about. So I await that apology, both of you. Anyway, it's a good, it's it's actually a good podcast. If you like board games and you want to sort of follow two guys' journey through the development and creation of a board game, really from knowing about board games but not really knowing how to put them together um, through to the end, it's really cool to listen to. So I definitely recommend it. And lastly, I will touch on one more tangential relationship I may have to the world of coding. So I, my day job is I work in a marketing agency and I'm a, I'm a senior product manager. I had, I had an SEO department. Um, and SEO, for those of you who don't know, stands for search engine optimization, which is um, a way of optimizing the whole, the whole search experience um, so that uh, search engines like Google, Yahoo, Bing, look at you favorably, looks at your website favorably, and hopefully rank your website well accordingly. Um, and that does require it requires to do it well it does require a pretty good understanding of websites and how websites function so i do definitely understand how websites function um i definitely understand html code um i understand uh, i understand a lot of that type of information now i definitely don't um i would never go so far as to say that i know website development by any means but i definitely understand a website in terms of how it needs to function from, from a crawlability aspect, from a search engine optimization aspect. Um, so, and I've also, by proxy of that, picked up a few terms here and there from the web developers who we do have working in-house in our office. So I do associate with web developers during my during my uh, my day job. So I, I guess I have that. But again, I've, it's only really what I picked up through osmosis. And that's, you know, I, I would never credit them for, for 
<laughs> allowing me to pick this stuff up because I'm sure I'm going to get everything wrong and I don't want them to be blamed for that. But if any of those guys in the office are listening, I appreciate it when they are able to answer a few of my nagging questions here and there because I know they have incredibly, incredibly busy jobs. So before I go any further, I would like to say if you're enjoying the podcast so far, please be sure to share this podcast with your friends. Unfortunately, I don't even know what this podcast is going to be called at this point. Um, I don't know where it's going to be hosted, and I don't know what it's called. So I suppose you could just say to your friend, Hey, you should subscribe to that podcast with a guy who rambles on and on and on and doesn't know anything about what he's talking about. And they'll say, Bill O'Reilly has a podcast now? Hmm, interesting. Political comedy is what that was. And if you have a friend who is interested by the idea of Bill O'Reilly having a podcast, get yourself a new friend. Okay, back to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's all about me. Uh, so what do, can I bring to this whole uh, journey? You know, I don't really know anything about web development. I know a little bit about websites. I have been to, I uh, went to a website once. It was pretty cool. So I'll probably go back to those. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm hooked. Uh, what about me? Well, I do have a a history of a couple things that I think will benefit me throughout this journey. So one, uh, growing up, I was kind of always the art guy. I went to a small high school, so I was kind of a big fish in a small pond, I think, in terms of, of artistic talent. There was a lot of great, you know, really talented people where I went to school, but I think I felt like anyway that I was kind of always chosen as the guy who knew about art and the guy who could do um, really good art, you know, as good as a high schooler can do. So I have that. I have a backing of, of visual understanding, visual appreciation, let's say that I think will help me when it comes to, especially to asset building um, and working into the, in the 3D environments and things like that. So that's not part of this, uh, this learning to code course that I'm taking yet. I think it's one of the later uh, lectures, but so far we haven't really dealt with that. But I do think that will probably come in handy. Uh, the other thing that I do have going for me is that um, I am, uh, I'll, say, I'll say I am, but even though I'm not much anymore an author. So I do have uh, I've been writing for, for a very long time. I have five books of fiction. That's two novels, two story collections, a novella, um, countless short stories out there. If you go to calebjross.com, you can, you can read all about that kind, of in, that kind of stuff if you really want to. So I do have a definite understanding of story. Um, and I think that will also come in handy quite a bit as well. Uh, the thing I'm missing really is, is just that technical understanding, the development understanding. And it's going to be, it's going to be tricky. You know, I, I alluded to it a little bit earlier, the idea of organization and how that appeals to me. Um, and it seems like it's, it doesn't seem like a, a comparable set of skills or a compatible set of skills to be very organization heavy, almost mathematical to a degree, though I would never call myself good at math, but very, very uh, articulate when it comes to numbers, when it comes to logic, when it comes to organization. And then at the same time also be creative uh, when it comes to, you know, drawing, um, story writing, things like that. And I think that's a misnomer in a lot of ways. I think that a lot of creative people can also be very logical because there is, a, there is a logic to creativity, especially if it's, if it's purposeful creativity. Um, someone who's just throwing paint at a canvas, not very creative. Someone who's throwing paint at a, at a canvas for a reason, for a particular end purpose, I think is a little bit, it's, it's, it's creative definitely, but also, um, when there's a method to any sort of madness, that method is where there's overlap between uh, the science side or the mathematics, uh, the logic, and the creative side. Um, it's all about that method. 
And so I think I have that because earlier I mentioned that I have a bit of an obsession. Well, I didn't say obsession then, but I'll say it now with, with organization, with logic. And that's always been the case. Even as a kid, I, I for some reason, I loved collecting things, but I also loved, and I could, I would collect anything. Literally, I, I collected, um, I collected fishing tackle and I would trade that with friends. I collected uh, tea bags. I collected uh, anything, anything I could find, I collected. It was very, very strange. But even more than collecting, what I really liked was was organization. I, I would spend my allowance on containers, for Christ's sake. I would go to the dollar store and buy like a, a Tupperware container. And I, I really like the idea of organization. Um, and so that, I think, is going to be beneficial as well. I, ha I have both of those those traits, those assets. I love organization. I love making things efficient. Um, I, I it's, it's kind of what I do in my day job as well, streamlining processes and things like that. I really actually enjoy that. There's a satisfaction to that. Um, you know, you pair that with the with the creative side, and I think I, I think I have the makings of what could be a, a an adequate game developer. Um, now it's a matter of just making sure that I can get, I can get those traits, those those things. So I'm hoping that's what this course will do for me, um, and I'm hoping that's what this course will do to any of you out there listening. Uh, to reiterate, I, I, I'm assuming most of you listening are probably brand new to the world of coding, brand new to to programming probably taking the learn to code by making uh, by making um, games uh, from the udemy.com uh, site I'm guessing you're probably using that you that, that may even be where you found out about this uh, this podcast because I'm sure I'm gonna post it in the forums there when I'm done um, so yeah I, I'm hoping I'm hoping you will be along with me on this journey um, and I think it's gonna be a good journey I'm hoping it will be um, I don't really know what else to promise for this for this podcast we're going to see how it goes i anticipate i'll probably record every week or so maybe a little bit more often what i would like to do is make sure i'm going through a few of the lectures uh maybe be able to comment on what i've learned in those lectures so far um talk out loud a little bit about what it is that i'm doing um there's a great uh there's a great so something great that I learned from one of the first lectures is the idea of, of rubber duck coding, rubber duck programming, something like that. And the the literal interpretation of that is that you talk to a rubber duck when you have problems with your code. You talk out loud to it. The idea, of course, being that if you can articulate your problems, it, then you can probably better understand them and probably end up solving them on your own without without really getting help from anyone else. I think too many people live in their own head and if you're trying to think over problems or mull over problems in your head without articulating them verbally, whether via your mouth or even um, writing them down or something like that, um, then you're probably not going to be very as, as successful. And so that's the whole idea of it. Um, so this is kind of this podcast is kind of my my rubber duck for for lack of a better actually that's a pretty good way to say it. Um, so that's kind of what this is. I'm going to I'm going to talk through what I've learned, um, and hopefully it will be what you've learned as well. And I would love 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 love. Um, comments, any sort of responses from this. Again, I'm going to post probably at the uh, udemy.com slash unity course uh, forums. I'm probably going to post it on Facebook. So if you wanted to look me up on Facebook, it's, it's facebook.com slash Ross Caleb, I believe, R-O-S-S-C-A-L-E-B. Uh, if you search Caleb J. Ross anywhere online, Caleb J. Ross is the name that I use when I'm, when I'm writing stuff, when I'm being creative. Um, you'll find my website. You'll find all my, my things there. So you can definitely uh, tweet at me there. Uh, tweet at Caleb J. Ross. Um, send me a comment on my, my website, which is probably where I'll end up post, hosting this, uh, this podcast, actually, now that I think about it. So contact me in any of those ways. But again, I am, I'm, I'm truly creating this because I want to reach out and I want to 
create a community. I want to embrace a community that may already exist, uh, one that I have just have just haven't been able to find. Um, so when you do respond, even if it's something quick, uh, I, I truly do. I, I take that to heart, and that really does mean a lot. So I really appreciate it if you would do that. And I think that's probably it for this episode. Um, right now, um, it looks like we're hit hit at about you know 22 minutes or so. I think that's probably a pretty good length for these kinds of podcasts. Maybe they'll go longer in the future, but I think it's pretty good. Um, thank you so much for listening. Please uh, uh, just come back. Come back. Wherever you found this podcast, come back to it. That same place in about a week, and you'll probably find this next episode. Otherwise, go to CalebJRoss.com, um, and you'll definitely find it there. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you listening. 